welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. give you thanks. Praise God. How many feels that way today? He deserves our thanks. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Praise God. Everybody gets wrapped up in Thanksgiving and they have their different opinions about Thanksgiving. But to me, Thanksgiving is just that, giving thanks unto the Lord for what we have, right? Amen. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. Well, <clears throat> we are in, it's spring, and uh, hey folks, when I walked out this morning, the birds were sitting in the trees chirping, the robins were just absolutely clacking away, and I said to myself, that sounds like spring. <laughs> Did anybody else experience that today? That sounds like spring. Praise God. And this weather that we've been having uh, is, uh, you know, you can't complain about it because it's been actually pretty nice. But uh, we, uh, we know what's coming. <laughs> That's just like reading the Bible. We've read the end of the book. We know what's coming, right? Luke, the 17th chapter this morning, we've been singing about Thanksgiving and thanks. Thanks, thanks, I'll give you thanks for all that you've done for me, right? How many can say that today? Even if you got issues in your life and, and issues in, your, in, in the health part of your, as far as your body's concerned, we still have a lot to thank God for, right? Amen. There's something great about having a thankful heart. There's power in that. There's power in having a thankful heart. You get places with God when you have a thankful heart. Amen. Amen. How about you? When, somebody's, when, when, when somebody thanks you for something, your mind, your mind goes and says, hey, you know, this person is sincere. They're thanking me for whatever it was. And a lot of times we don't really even want thanks necessarily. We're just doing what we feel to, to do right. But yet, uh, you know, people want to thank. Uh, they got a thankful heart. And this is Thanksgiving season, and yes, we have passed it, but, but uh, and Christmas is coming. And uh, before you realize, it'll be January 1, 2023, before we can even shake a stick, as they would say. But today, we're going to deal about and talk about thankfulness. Thankfulness. How many is thankful for what God has done in your life? All the blessings. So we're going to talk a scripture here that... You know well, Luke the 17th chapter, verses 11 through 19, we're going to kick off here. Came to pass as he went to Jerusalem, and he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go. Show yourself to the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Everybody say cleansed. Amen. 
One of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice and glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him what? Say it real loud. Thanks. And he was a Samaritan, a dog, a half-breed. The Jews didn't like him. He was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? Where, where, where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said to him, arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Everybody say whole. Tell me. Thanksgiving doesn't make a difference. Tell me a thankful heart doesn't matter. Amen. It matters. It matters. If you want to get somewhere and go further than where you're at in God, you need to have a thankful heart. And that's what we want to talk about today. Lord God, we thank you once again for your presence that's in this place. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy your loving kindness that you have so graciously shown to us. And we ask you, God, to bless us with your word today in this Thanksgiving season and as we're heading to a new year. Let us leave this old year behind and go into a new year with a heart of thankfulness. And God, we want you to bless today and change our hearts and let us, amen, become more thankful unto you for what you really have done in our lives. And everybody say in Jesus' name, God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. There's power in thankfulness, power in thanksgiving. Amen. Uh, you know, we like a lot of things. We like, you know, we've been getting all the ads in the mail about all the, the coupons and, and all of that stuff. And, and uh, some of y'all probably went shopping on, on Black Friday the day after Thanksgiving and just enjoyed yourself thoroughly out there amongst the host of people. And uh, you uh, uh, just went out and spent your money and, and uh, you thought you were getting good. Man, they got us fooled. We're going to have to fix this. Thank you. I can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like going to squeak at you if I don't. And I, I don't stand behind that. So we, uh, thank you very much. So we uh, 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 spend our money and, and we get all that stuff together. We're so excited because we didn't pay the real price. Hey man, we got a discount. We might have got 40%. And, and I, I, I seen one thing my daughter sent me, and it's like 75% off of things that I, I, I wanted. I'm, I'm just so tickled to death at all that kind of stuff, and I'm just excited about it. Man. But in reality, you're still paying for a product that they're still making money on. But they want you to feel good about it. And so we look at all these things that are transpiring right now and we think about all the deals that we got, amen, with all the little stuff and the coupons they send us and to bring us in. And you know, they know if they can get you in the store, you're not just going to buy that one item you came for. These guys are getting smart now. All these different stores. They got it now to where when you come up, they, don't, they got a candy department, but they don't want you to necessarily have to go to the candy department. No, they put it in your face when you're checking out. 
And how many of you reach for something up there to get? You didn't come in there for that, but you reach up there and get that. See, they have their focus groups. They have their study groups. They know how we're wired and what we're after. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing greater than what God offers us. He gave his life. He paid the price. Amen. Nothing on earth you could ever have would ever equal the value of what Christ has given us. Right? And so in this season, we need to be thankful. We need to be thankful because really, honestly, <clears throat> there's a lot of people in the world today that are really not thankful. They're really not, uh, you know, they, 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 they expect things from us or from their employers and all of that. They expect things. Amen. They, uh, they, they want you to uh, 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 look at things and say, well, you, you owe me this or you owe me that or you owe me something else or whatever. Amen. But yet what you don't realize is simply this, is that nobody really owes you anything. Right? Nobody owes you anything. Amen. God really don't owe us anything. Amen. God don't owe, owe us anything. Amen. But what we do need to realize, what he does give us, amen, we need to cherish with everything we've got. Is that important today? Yes, I'm telling you, you need to have a thankful heart. Every time your feet hit the floor in the morning and every time your, your head hits the pillow at night, we need to have a thankful heart for what God has given us. People expect bonuses. They expect companies to give them things. And, 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 and many of them do. They try to... They try to placate them and, and, and let them know at least that you're appreciated. Uh, your turkey probably went from uh, 26 pounds last year to, to 13 pounds this year, you know. But they still wanted you to know that they appreciate you. Amen. You went from an uh, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge turkey to a Tiny Tim Scrooge, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, um, turkey. But you go through all these things. Whatever happened, let me ask you this. Whatever happened, amen, to being thankful for just a place to go to work or somebody to sign my paycheck or uh, somebody to give me what I need, uh, amen, to be able to, uh, for my labor to be able to, to uh, uh, work hard and, and have what I have. Amen. So many people are not thankful for that anymore. You say, why? why, why, why how, what makes you think that? Well, if you've been listening to the radio or the news, any at all, you know you had a bunch of Amazon people walk off striking all over, all over the world. And you realize that the railroad company, uh, they didn't accept the last uh, uh, tentative agreement. So it's a possibility that they could go out on a strike. And, and now you, you union people just fasten your seatbelt. I'm not going to go hog wild on it. I'm just telling you that here is the way it is. And they, 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 they're like, this is what we need, this is what we want, this is what we desire, whatever it is. But there's consequences for that. What's the consequences? Well, when you don't have your stuff on the shelf and you can't get, like they say, baby Tylenol, uh, children's Tylenol now is at risk of uh, people not being able to get it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, all of those kind of things... Uh, and it's not there, and they're saying, oh, diesel's uh, about ready to run out, and you got trains that run on diesels, trucks that run on diesels, uh, amen, uh, 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 you know, generators that run on diesel, a lot of things that happen. We don't think about it right here, but 
but stop for a moment and think. We need to stop and just thank God that all these people are trying to work somehow to get the product to us and not take for granted that it's just going to be there. No, it takes people. It takes machinery. It takes trains and trucks and vans and all that to get it to us. But you and I need to stop for a moment and say, Lord, what would it be like if all of that stopped today? Got some videos that I, that I watch on a, on a pretty regular basis about what's going on in Ukraine and that war over there with Russia and, 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 and the people that are suffering. But they know that, that, that what they're going through is, is, is going to bring brighter days. But I'm here to tell you right now, to get somewhere, sometimes suffering is a part of the package. We need to be thankful, not unthankful. The Bible says we live in an unthankful generation. Unthankful. Unthankful. Everybody say unthankful. Another word he says unholy. Unthankful and unholy. Amen. If we're not careful, uh, we got to be careful that that same spirit doesn't creep into the church. Amen. Where all we're saying is we think everybody owes us something or we think God owes us something. Amen. God, and we get to that place where maybe things aren't answered, but we start saying, God, we, we have this feeling that God owes us something because we take the time to pray. We take the time to come to church, but stop for a moment. God don't owe you anything. We owe Him everything. Amen. Don't base your relationship with God on what He can do for you, but base it on what He's already done for you. You see, the power of being thankful opens the doors to God's greatness. I read this and, 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 and I thought it was, was uh, pretty good to give you an analogy and understanding. It goes like this. If one should give me a dish of sand and tell me there were particles of iron in it, I might look for them with my clumsy fingers and be unable to detect them. But let me take a magnet and sweep through it and it would draw to itself the most invisible particles. The unthankful heart, like the finger in the sand, discovers no mercies, but let the thankful heart sweep through the day. Just like the magnet finds the iron, so will it find the blessings of God. Having that thankful heart Move in your life. It will find those things that God has deposited that we may not have recognized yet. Do you know that there's 73 occurrences of thanks in the Word of God? Three occurrences of, of, of thankful, 28 occurrences of thanksgiving, one occurrence of thankfulness. You see that there's at least 105 times in the Bible where it deals with the Spirit and the action of thankfulness. Folks, what does it hurt us to say thank you? Now, there's sometimes, and maybe you've done this as well, maybe you've done this as well, where you do something for somebody and they don't recognize it. The big one is open a door for somebody. 
Now, most people will come through the door and they'll say, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. And sometimes you get stuck holding the door for a while because a whole clan comes in. Grandpa, grandmas, brothers, sisters, you keep peeking out the door. Another one comes, another one comes, and you're just looking like that. Everybody's coming in. But everybody's kind. They say, thank you. They appreciate it of you standing there holding the door. But how many's ever had that person that came through, didn't recognize you, had a smug look on their face, and just walked, in the, walked through the door, and when they're about halfway through, you just kind of kick the door back at them? No, not that bad. But how many have you actually said, in the midst of all that, you're welcome? Thankfulness and saying thank you goes a long way with people and how we treat each other. To be respectful of one another. Amen. When somebody allows you to go first. Thank you. Appreciate that. Whatever it might be, you just have to realize the power of it. And that's the way it is with God. When God does something for you, don't fail to say thank you. Even you might think the smallest of things. You get up in the morning, you breathe, you breathe. How many's breathing right now? Nobody's turning blue. I think everybody's breathing right now, right? Amen. You need to stop and just say, thank you, Lord, that I'm breathing right now. You know, we take that for granted, involuntary movement or things that happen. It just, your, your lungs, you breathe in, your lungs inflate. They take all the toxins, you know, and all that, all that scientific stuff. You don't think about it, it just happens. But let something happen to you where your respiratory system is suffering from illness and you're having a hard time breathing. What about those that carry around the little... Uh, 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 what do you call it? Inhaler, there you go. Inhaler. And, and you walk through and you, and you, uh, you see them after a minute. They're, they're squirting that and inhale that. Why? To expand their, their bronchial to clean them out so they can breathe right. Why? Because nobody likes to struggle breathing. But you need to thank God every day that, that, that breath is coming into your body. So, so just for a moment this morning, let's look at the power of uh, before we talk about the power of thankfulness, let's look at the power of being unthankful. Just for a moment. Let's go to Romans, the first chapter, verses 18 through 21. The Bible says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood, being the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, everybody say they weren't thankful, <clears throat> but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Mm. You read that verse 18. It speaks of, of those who suppress or those who hinder the truth by unrighteousness. That, folks, it doesn't matter how we live. 
they say. Doesn't matter what you do, they say. It doesn't matter how you operate in life, they say. But I submit to you today that it does matter how we live. Because how you live dictates your witness. If I'm not living for God the way I should, then anybody that's looking at my life and they say, they're supposed to be going to church and they're supposed to be a Christian, it's, it's not going to benefit them. In fact, it will cause them probably to not even think about it. See, we can either magnify the truth or we can suppress it by our lives and by our words. Right? Amen. Somebody say praise God. Amen. Verse 19 tells us those who hinder the truth in their unrighteousness, they have the potential to know all there is to know about God. Why? Because the Bible says God has shown them. God will use his word. God will use a preacher. God will use an evangelist. God will use a saint. God will use nature itself. God, God will use any. God even used a donkey to try to talk some sense into somebody. God will use. He, he wants to help people know about him. So God will use anything he can if somebody has an open and a thankful heart unto him. Amen. God will, God will touch you in powerful, in many wonderful ways. Amen. Understand that. God, God is about helping people and saving people. He doesn't want anybody to perish. Amen. He wants everybody to come to repentance, right? Verse 20 tells us how God uses creation itself to show us his power and Godhead. The complexity of nature, amen, alone teaches us about the Godhead. Amen. The Bible says there's only one true, one God who can create all things. See, because you know how it is. If there was a committee, would they have ever agreed on anything? How many has been on a committee one time or another in your life and you were glad the day you got off the committee? <laughs> Amen. Come on, we're going to put our heads together and we're going to come up with some things and we're going to do some things. We're going to get all this stuff done. And, but we can never agree. Yeah, well, never agree. Amen. So that's the reason why it's important to understand, amen, that God, the creator, he created all things. Amen. He did it with a spoken word. He put it together. He, he, he formed man out of the dust of the earth. He breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Man became a living soul. He said, hey, I don't think it's good for man to be alone. So he put him to sleep, took a rib out, made a woman. Hey, help me. God don't do anything bad. Everything he does is phenomenal. Understanding. Amen. Verse 21 shows us there, there, there are those who know God, but they don't glorify him as God. That's a scary place to be at. But let me also submit to you, it's possible to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, receive the baptism of the Spirit, and still not allow God to be God in our life. Right? Amen. That's why you need to thank God. That's why you need to keep yourself in that place. 
Amen. That, 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 that submitted spirit, that, that humbleness under God and say, God, it's not about me. It's about you. Uh, it's about the glory I can bring to you. Uh, it's about the honor I can bring to you. Uh, it's about creating a thankfulness uh, in my life that lifts you up, that magnifies you uh, and glorifies you. Not me, but you. Oh, let's clap our hands and praise him together. So we need to glorify him as God and not as a way of covering the basis or a crutch or a way of escape. Why? Because he, everybody say God, is supreme. He's the eternal ruler of heaven and of earth. That's why, folks, I can honestly stand before you today and know that no matter what man decides in this world, no matter what direction they go, no matter how they live, no matter what they're doing in this world, to destroy it, I know that all things are in the hands of God. He's supreme. Man, he's eternal. Do you still believe that there's none greater than him? Verse 21 further states, people's unthankfulness causes them to become vain, vain in their imaginations. In other words, another way of putting it is they literally become empty. Literally become empty. You see, there is a drastic difference between being full of the Spirit and being empty of the Spirit. Amen. Man, there's a difference between being full of God's blessings and empty of God's blessings. There's a difference between being full of God's mercy and empty of God's mercy. Amen. It's just the way it is. Finally, verse ends and, and how, uh, with how unthankful, an unthankful heart becomes foolish and then darkened. Listen, you, you know for a fact that when you live in that kind of world, it's a dark world. When you live in that pessimism and you live in that unthankfulness and you always finding fault with this and even want to find fault with God if they believe in God at all. Amen. There are those who are unthankful. Amen. That, that there is a God that can help them and really has the answers. Uh, amen. To our world's problems and our needs. But there are those who are unthankful for the revelation. Uh, amen. Of the oneness of God. They're unthankful for the baptism of his, in his name and, and the, filling, the, the, the filling of his spirit. And that unthankfulness is simply an, an, a manifestation of, of the lack of love of the truth. You have to have a love for truth. 2 Thessalonians 2, 10, 12. Hear what it says. And with all deceivablenesses of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, the writer says, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. That they might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Pleasure in unrighteousness. 
the world's going nuts with pleasure in unrighteousness. There's no restraint anymore. But folks here in the church, we've got to realize we're going to have our mountaintops and our valleys. But we also got to realize that it's that thankful heart that's going to make the difference between you and God. If you stay in that domain of thankfulness, if you begin to pray and seek the face of God, whenever things seems to be going off the road, amen, you're able to get to that place where you say, God, I don't necessarily know what's going on in my life right now, but I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for what you've done in my life. Amen. I don't want to be lost, God. I want to thank you for the opportunity of serving you. I want to thank you for touching me when, and, and changing my life when nothing else could change my life. How many feels that way this morning? Clap your hands and praise him for it. When you look at Romans 1.18, the, uh, the power of unthankfulness is God's wrath. God's wrath. Amen. So let's, let's stop talking about that. Let's talk about the power of a thankful heart. In our text, we had ten men full of leprosy cried out to the Lord for mercy. All ten showed, showed themselves to the priest as he, had, as he had told them to do. All ten were cleansed. But there was one man. One man had to go back to Jesus and thank him. Thank him before the pronouncement of the cleansing. He left them and went back to the Lord just to say, thank you. You see, the power of thankfulness will open the door for God to make you whole. Just kind of in your mind, picture this, this, this next encounter with the other nine. Amen. The others were the center of attention that day because of the cleansing. They were cleansed. They were healed. Right? Amen. But this, this guy, this one, this Samaritan had a better testimony. Why? Because of his thankfulness. Thankfulness, the power of thankfulness not only brought healing, but it made this man whole. In other words, the other nine went away. They were healed, they were cleansed, but they had, still had the representation of the disease. Even though it was healed and cleansed. But this guy, this guy, because he came back and he said, I'm thankful for you. Thank you for touching me. Thank you for, thank you for touching my body. Because of his thankfulness, he went away whole. In other words, there was no disease signs. There was nothing, the leprosy, uh, no scars, no nothing. He received a healing, a complete, not just a healing, but he was made whole. Now the other nine were grateful. That they had been healed and they had been cleansed. But this guy said, nah, nah, i got to go back and say thank you. Something clicked in his mind that says, you know what, we're all headed to this cleansing. But really, I need to, I need to go back and just tell him thank you. A thankful heart makes all the difference. A thankful heart makes all the difference. You know, even when we eat, and I, we joke around sometimes about it, but when we eat, you know, uh, you know, we, we, the kids will pray, good Lord, good meat, good God, let's eat, something like that, you know. They, 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 they pray these little silly prayers and stuff like that. But really, to be honest with you, when you stop and think about it, you may not have that big turkey dinner. 
You may only have a bologna sandwich. Be thankful for it. You may not have all the trimmings and everything else, but be thankful to God for what you have. Jonah ran from God and he was swallowed up by a big fish. But listen to what Jonah's prayer was in Jonah, the second chapter, verses 1 through 10. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly and said, I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord. He heard me. And out of the belly of hell I cried, and thou heardest my voice. For thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas and the floods, and passed about me, and all the billows and the waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. Thy waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains, and the earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption. O Lord, my God. Verse 7 said, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came unto thee, unto thine eye, holy temple. Another rendition says, when my eyes were getting dim, when my life was failing me, I remembered the Lord, and in my prayer came unto thee, into thine holy temple. They that observe lying lying vanities forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And notice what 10 says. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon dry land. In other words, that was some alone time between God and Jonah. And in the midst of that, because he had no, I'm not going to Nineveh, I'm going to Tar, I'm getting out of here. God says you're going to go to Nineveh, you're going to die. Why? Because it says when he was in that part, belly and he thought it was over he looked to the temple he began to pray and what did he see he seen the hand of God move and then he went and fulfilled the mission that God had called him to do but it all started with thankfulness when he got to the place to where he began to thank God no matter what was going to happen I've done been swallowed I've been thrown in the water I've been swallowed by a fish but I'm going to thank God And as soon as Jonah mentioned sacrificing with the voice of thanksgiving, regardless of how bad a problem that he was in, he was delivered from that torment. You see, the power of thankfulness brings deliverance to us. The power of thankfulness unleashes the power of God. So you picture, if you might, looking at that fighter jet sitting on a tarmac running at full throttle with all of a sudden the afterburners kicked in. Amen. Tethered by a rope. What, what, what would happen if that rope were cut instantly? The force of it. 
Amen. You see, the power of God is straining against that tether. The power of God is straining against that, that force that's holding back. But if we will just let it loose and let the power of God do what He's capable of doing, it can change your life this morning drastically. You can leave here different than the way you came. Amen. If you'll release the power of God to work in your life by simply saying, Lord, I'm thankful for what you've done in my life. You're an awesome God. You're a powerful God. Praise God. At our Thanksgiving, we do it every year. We had 30, 35 people there. And we started youngest to oldest. And everybody was saying and just saying what they're thankful for. Amen. It was nice to hear the young ones say, I'm thankful for my family. And I'm thankful for Jesus. Huh? It matters. It matters how you and I as parents conduct our lives before them. They will either know the Lord or they won't know the Lord. They'll know how to be thankful or, they, or they'll know how not to be thankful. Amen. But we release the power of God through our thankfulness. So before everybody ate, before everybody dug in to the food, we had to stop for a moment and say what we're thankful for. Sometimes we need to stop and maybe just write the words of the songs that we know. Like, thank you, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, thank you. I will thank you all the days of my life. Why? For you saved my soul from sin. You, Lord, you've given me peace within. Lord, you've changed my pathway. You've changed my life. You have given me hope when I didn't have hope. And, and you're, you're beginning to thank God and God begins to release. He begins to respond to that thankfulness. And he begins to release his power in your life. Let me give you one last scripture and I'm, and I'm going to close this morning. Amen. Out of Jeremiah the 30th chapter verse 18. Here's what it says. Thus saith the Lord, behold, I will bring again the captivity of Jacob's tents. And have mercy on his dwelling places. And the city shall be builded upon her own heap. And the palace shall remain after the manner thereof. You see the power of our thankfulness brings revival and brings growth. If you have a thankful heart, it's going to bring revival to you. It's going to bring growth to you. If you have a heart that is, that is in love with the Lord and the things of God and you thank Him for what He's doing, God's going to do something great in your life. That's why I believe when we're thankful, God will multiply, not just us, but He'll multiply the church. Amen. That's what it's all about on this Sunday after Thanksgiving. Remember, not just today or not just Thanksgiving Day, Thursday, but we need to remember every day to have a thankful heart. A thankful heart. A thankful heart. Thankful for the things that I have. It may not be much. Amen. But it's what I got. And I'm going to thank God for it. Just keep thanking God because God will begin to multiply in your life. Amen. The bounty, the, the things that your life has, and your job, your workplace, whatever's going on in your life. You just need to put it all on the altar and say, I'm just thanking you, Lord, for what I have. Thank you for what you've given me. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for my family. Thank you for, you know, and sometimes our family might be all over the place. We just need to stop and say, Lord, I, 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 I don't know where they're at, but Lord, I want to thank you. Keep your hand upon them, God. 
I want to thank you. Let's stand together. So this morning for a little bit, I'm going to open these altars. Amen. And please, I know it's Sunday morning. I know we're still full of turkey and dressing and all that kind of stuff like that. We've just come through the weekend, probably still eating all this stuff. But, but for just a moment, amen, do you think this morning that we could find our place at the altar or somewhere in our pew and just raise our hands and, and just for the next little while begin to thank the Lord? Amen. Go through the things, what God's done in your life, and just be thankful for them. Let's just raise our voices all over this place right now. Amen. Thankful hearts. Thankful hearts. Thankful hearts. Thankful hearts. Lord, we give you thanks. We give you praise. We lift you up. Thank you for what's, what we have today. Thank you for loving us. Thank you, thank you for forgiving us of our sin. Thank you for filling us with your spirit. Thank you for washing those sins away through baptism. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for our families. We thank you for our homes. We thank you for our food. We thank you for our, our vehicles, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for our, our, our relatives. We thank you for our friends. We thank you for the place we work at, God. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We honor you, Lord Jesus. We lift you up, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, that's it. All over this place. Magnify him together. Let's magnify the Lord together. Come on, raise your voice. I've got Cry out to him. To Talk to him. Yeah. 